Welcome to the Profitable Nomad Couple Podcast. We're a show about growing your online business and enjoying a location-independent lifestyle, all while strengthening your relationship with your partner. We are Austin and Monica, a husband and wife duo who run our business remotely so that we can travel the world in constant search for adventure, good food, and new friends. We are here to share practical tips and tricks to help and encourage you wherever you may be on your digital nomad journey. All right, let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Thanks for being here again. We are tackling a topic today that has come up to us a lot as we've been talking with different people who are in business together. So we thought this would be a good one to address because it's a common concern slash interest that people have as we talk to them about our business. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about making room for both people in your business. And while this is specifically for couples in business, I think there are tons of really, really good takeaways for any couple. So we want to start by talking about this really cool thing called the edge effect. And if you've listened to previous episodes of ours, we've mentioned this before, but it's worth explaining again because this is really dope phenomenon. So what happens is it's primarily in ecology, but we see it in a lot of different places. The edge effect is where you have two different things that are opposite, not necessarily opposites, but different that come together and the place where they meet in the middle ends up being something greater than either individual thing could have been on its own. So in ecology, we see this in different ecosystems. For example, you could have a forest that butts up next to a wetland. So you have certain species and animals and plants that live in the forest. You have different animals and plants that live in the wetlands. But right on this border where the two ecosystems meet, you have a greater diversity in the amount and the types of species of animals and plants that live there. That's where most new life is formed and lives and thrives. We also see this in places like sunrises and sunsets where you have a mixture of light and dark and they come together to create incredible scenes. Sunsets, sunrises, we all love looking at those. So that's the edge effect is basically the whole is greater than the sum of each of its parts. Yeah. And by by itself, each part can stand by itself and produce really cool things and really cool results, but not as great as when it's combined with another force and when they play nice together. And so that's really what you want your business and your relationship to be. You need the diversity of both personalities and both strengths and weaknesses from both people to create something so much better than either one of you could do on your own. And that's really the power of a relationship. Yeah, seriously, having differences in personalities when it when you're talking about coming together in a relationship or in a business, having these differences is not a weakness by any means. It's in fact a strength because now you have two personalities and interests and strengths and things that they're good at coming together. And with this combination, you can now do more things than either one, either person could do individually on their own. So our first tip when we're talking about how to manage all of this is to first of all, embrace these differences that you have because it's a huge advantage. And it's helpful to take some time to learn about and understand your partner's business style. So maybe, for example, your partner is more guided by their intuition or their gut feeling and their emotions, how they feel about things. Maybe they're more guided by logic and thinking things through and they take some time out to really explore ideas before they move forward with something. If you can understand which type your partner is, or maybe 
I mean, there's you can go into more things like, are they good at problem solving or not? Are they more or less willing to compromise on what they want? And as you understand these things about your partner, it helps you make decisions better and helps you work together more fluidly with your partner when it comes to strategizing and, and business development. For example, in our own business, Monica is a lot more guided than intuition than I am. She's a lot more of a a gut feeling kind of person, a lot more casual and has a more laid back attitude with business things than I tend to have. I tend to be a lot more structured and like to plan things out. So we've learned that about ourselves. We've taken time to pay attention to that in each other. And now that we know that, it helps us when we are coming together and we have meetings and we're trying to figure stuff out. Yeah, so as we're trying to create this edge effect in a relationship in our business, I know that if I have a gut feeling about something, I need to go back and fact check it. I need to structure it. I need to allow Austin room to structure it and and bring those facts to the table so that we can create something so much better than just my gut feeling would have created. And it's okay to have different perspectives and work style and, and needs. You just need to be open and honest about what you like to do and what you're good at. Because if there's something that you really like to do, you are way more likely to keep it up and do it well. So this works really, really well when we're talking about being in business, but also when we're talking about real life things. So we can divide and conquer the different tasks and roles we have in our business and in just general life to focus on each individual strength. The beautiful thing about having two different personalities in a partnership working together is that there are different interests, there are different likes, there are different perspectives, and therefore you can divide and conquer the tasks you have either in your business or in your life to assign these roles based on each person's strength. For example, Austin being way more organized than I am in our business, he does our SOPs, he does our systems, our processes, he builds the most beautiful spreadsheets, you guys. <laughs> and I am more of the of the people person, the people side of our business. So I typically handle our social media and I typically do the outreach with our clients and have more of that communication going. So in that way, we've been able to divide our business up based on our strengths and our likes. Because when we like something, when we like a task, it's so much easier for us to keep it up. And so by dividing it that way, our business keeps running forward because we're both really excited about the tasks that we have. Yeah, I don't know how far our business would get. No offense, babe. If you were in charge of spreadsheets and I was in charge of client interactions. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it would be our business would be sticky notes on a wall. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely helpful to know what we're good at, what we enjoy doing, and then divide accordingly. If you agree earlier on, on specific roles and responsibilities, and you can assign ownership of different parts of your business to each person, then that's going to help create order and structure. You know who's in charge of what, which is very beneficial as you're starting to scale and grow a business because you're going to need that as a foundation to build on. It also keeps you from stepping on each other's toes. In this example that we've given, Monica's more in charge of client interactions in our Instagram account and and communicating with people there. And so I have confidence that she's going to do it. And so I don't need to worry about going and doing that myself because she's in charge of it. And I trust her to do that. It keeps me from having to micromanage her in everything that she does and vice versa. It saves us time because we're not having to do all the work on our own. I can do half of it. Monica does half of it. So in the same amount of time, we can do twice as much work. But I I kind of touched on it here. The key is you have to trust each other. You have to have the confidence that whatever you assign 
to one person that they are going to manage it well, that they're going to do their best, that they're going to handle it all, and that you don't have to step in every now and again and fix things or redo it or correct it because you trust that they can do it well and you have confidence in their in their abilities. That is really foundational to this whole thing. You have to trust in your partner to make this work. Yeah, absolutely. I think if we had to boil it down, I think trust would be the number one key factor to creating and capitalizing on this edge effect in your relationship. And then you need to be really open to feedback and suggestions. So just because I handle the social media doesn't mean that Austin has no idea what's going on with our social media. He is definitely giving input. He is definitely helping me think outside the box sometimes. Sometimes I kind of get stuck in a creative rut and he helps pull me out of that. But at the end of the day, I'm the one in charge. So if we ever have a disagreement on that side of the business, that's in my wheelhouse to make that call. Whereas Austin is in charge of our systems. And so I definitely have input in what software we use, what platforms we're using. But if we ever have a disagreement or to be quite honest, I don't know as much as he does because he takes the time to research it. He makes the final call in that aspect. You need to make sure that you are being forgiving if there's a mistake made too by the other person because you would hope that if you make a mistake that they're going to forgive you as well. And you should never, ever hold that against your partner. If something that they are responsible for in the business goes awry or if if they make a decision that ends up being a bad decision, I mean, there's a lot of different ways that a mistake can be made, but you should always, always be forgiving and graceful when that happens because that's just how the partnership needs to work. And, And you would hope and expect that that is returned to you if and when a mistake is made on something that you're responsible for. And along these same lines, it's really important that you're having regular check-ins so that you don't end up running two separate businesses, right? So the goal is that you all mesh cohesively and it's this beautiful union that creates something incredible. But if you are off in your own little world and not communicating about what's happening, you're going to end up with two separate businesses. So make sure you're having regular check-ins and identifying common goals and to continue to talk about those goals and to work towards those goals together. And then you can just always check in. How are things working? Are we reaching our goals? Are you overwhelmed with your side of the business? Am I overwhelmed? What can we do to to help each other a little bit more? So Monica and I recently learned this lesson on somewhat of a smaller scale. We had a single design day where we were working for seven to eight hours with a single client on her website. We had divided up responsibilities as far as, you know, Monica is going to do these pages and I'm going to do the homepage. We did not communicate super well for the first half of the day. And so Monica had designed a couple pages on her own. I had designed a couple on my own. And then it wasn't until around lunchtime, we decided to check in with one another. And our designs were, they were fairly different. They they were different in looks. So we had to spend some time going through the pages together, comparing the different designs we had and creating one more fluid design throughout the website. So that's, I mean, that's the same idea, but on a larger scale in your whole business as to why you need to have regular check-ins. I mean, Monica and I have these very regularly and they can be formal, they can be informal. You can set aside time during your business, work hours during the day to chat about things. It can be a casual talk you have as you're walking in the evenings together or whatever, but just make sure that you have them. 
The nice thing about having these check-ins often is that each person has different ideas and perspectives and, and learns different things. We listen to different podcasts, we, we research different things. And so then we can come together and we can bring up things that the other person didn't think about. And so it's really nice to be able to have that sounding board to bounce things off each other. And I, I love being in business and I know Austin does too. And so we love having these conversations and it's easy and it's natural and it's it doesn't have to be a super rigid sit down, we're going to have a meeting with an agenda, although sometimes it is that. A lot of times it's just, hey, I had this idea. I want to run something by you. Do you want to go on a walk? And so then we go on a walk and, and we talk about it. And, and the more you do it, the easier it is. And the more it just becomes part of you and part of your relationship. And it really, really helps you create that beauty of the edge effect in your relationship. In business specifically, when we're talking about branding, there's a couple of different ways to allow both voices and personalities to be heard, especially when we're talking about a personal brand, which we highly recommend you have a personal brand. <laughs> Do, let's explain real quick what a personal brand is for those who are listening and heard you say that and are not understanding what a personal brand is. Okay. So personal brand in business is a brand that reflects you and your personal life. It sounds like you talking, your face is out there for people to see. They can connect with your personality. You're including more of your day-to-day they living in your marketing and it's really more I mean, it's really more personal, right? That's the point of a personal brand. And the importance of it is that people are really looking to connect with other people, especially post-pandemic when we felt so isolated for such a long time. We are inherently a tribal species. And so we are looking to make those connections. And so that that is the whole idea behind a personal brand. Yeah, it, it really capitalizes on our human need for connection and relationships. Yeah. So when we're talking about building a business as a couple, it can be a little bit sticky to include both voices and both personalities into the copywriting and the design and things like that. But here's a little caveat. You don't have to include both people if you don't want to. We have talked with a ton of couples in business where one of them is the face of the business and the other one is a supporting behind the scenes role because they really don't want to be out in front. And that works beautifully for them. So I don't want you to think that you have to have both personalities infuse in your brand if you don't want to. You can really create something that works for you and your partner. Yeah, I would say there's a whole spectrum of where you can fall on this all the way from people might not even know that you're in business together. They might think it's just a single person when in reality, there's two of you working on it all the way to you are both heavily involved with everything happening in the business. Everyone knows who both people are, both personalities. Monica and I, we both like being known and our voices being in the copy of our website and found in different places. So we both like showing up on our strategy calls with clients. We both like to be present and be there and interacting with with our clients because we've intentionally built the business around the fact that we are a couple and that we are running our business jointly. And so that's been a priority for us. So that's how we've done it. But like I said, there's a whole spectrum. So find a place where you fall on that spectrum where you're comfortable. And this is going to mean that you need to take a deep breath and let things go sometimes. Austin and I have two very different writing styles. We have two very different ways of thinking. Like, like we mentioned earlier, I'm much more emotional where Austin is much more logical. And he's a little bit of a nerd, you guys. <laughs> I don't know if you picked up on that yet. But he likes to connect things to you know his favorite fantasy stories like Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter. And that's totally not my style. And so at first, 
first, I was mortified that Austin wanted to be talking about Harry Potter in our branding because that is so embarrassing to me sometimes. <laughs> it was mortifying to me that Austin wanted to include Harry Potter as part of our branding at first. But then I had to take a deep breath and realize that this is who Austin is. This is what he loves. And I had to allow that to become part of our brand because we do have both people included in our brand. And hopefully this is understood, but this this is probably going to take some time to figure out. It's taken Monica and I, I mean, I think we're still figuring it out right now. And we've been in business for two years. So it might take several months. It might take a couple of years to find your groove and know how you want to present yourselves and how you want to fall or where you want to fall in this. But it's going to take some time and it's going to take some work. So just know that it's not going to happen all at once. Don't expect to have it all figured out tomorrow morning. Yeah. And I, I've said this a million times and I'll say it a million more. The greatest part about being in a business is nothing is permanent. Okay. So if you start out one way and you're like, you know what? I really don't like this. We really don't like this. This isn't working for us. You can change it. And it's great because as you grow and evolve as people, your work, your mission, your life purpose and your business grows and evolves with you. You're not stuck in a single job description, which is so, so, so cool. Yeah, your your business should be dynamic, just like your relationships. If you're the same couple and same people that you are when you're 60 as you were when you first met and got married in your 20s, there's a problem. You're supposed to be changing and growing, just like your business shouldn't be the same a couple years down the road because you're going to learn new things as you interact with clients, as you work together. So you need to make sure it's evolving with you. I feel like this is a fairly good segue into another point we wanted to bring up about how being in business with your partner is different than just being in a relationship because you might know each other really, really well, but as you jump into a business and start running one together, you're going to learn new and different things about each other and about yourself. New strengths and new weaknesses are going to emerge. I mean, it's really fun to to watch it happen, but just be aware that it's going to happen, that new personality traits are going to come up. And so you should always retain a curiosity to learn those things about each other and to incorporate those new traits into your business. Yeah. And it's so fun. It's so fun to work together towards a common goal and to be constantly discovering new things about yourself and about your partner. And it's it's so fantastic to be in a position where you can just 100% support each other. Just remember that you are in this together and you can rely on each other, right? And just, it's such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing that you can have in your relationship, in your business. Just remember that you are in this together and that you need to build a relationship where you can rely on each other and you are working towards these common goals. And as you do this, you will create that edge effect in your life and you'll be able to harness the power of it and create something so much greater than you ever thought was imaginable. So that wraps up our episode today. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. We look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram or on Facebook and we'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening and sticking around to the end of this episode. We really appreciate you being here. If you're interested in starting and growing your online business so that you can live as a digital nomad, then grab our free list of online business ideas to help you get started. You'll find it in the link below. See you next time.